0: I'm finna put all this in my book bag, cause I'm from the streets, yeah, yeah. Boom, what's going on, it's your boy Ambition, we're back at it with, today is actually episode five, and Ari is back with me again, say what's up Ari?
1: Hey, hey, hey.
0: So check this out, right? Ari, you know what we've been talking about all day? What have we? A motherfucker telling me I gotta pay him to be on a podcast. What? Yeah, I'm not doing that. (laughs) Right, and I'll I'll be even more specific. All all that has done is um, teach me to be very specific about who I ask, Mm -hmm. and it hasn't discouraged me from asking people. There are definitely people that I plan to ask that are a lot more intentional. Yeah, just be intentional, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, Make sure that I have some intent behind this, not because. You, you have a name, and you seem to be cool, mean.
1: Well, not yeah. th- this that actually is a really great lesson in making sure that the people that you're working with, right? That their purpose is in alignment with your purpose. Yes. Right, because there's a lot of people out there, and they're doing some things that may be intriguing. And now, understand what I'm saying: purpose aligning with purpose. It doesn't matter the what they're doing, mm-hmm. right? Because your purpose can align with somebody who catches fish and sells it at the market. You get what I mean? Like you don't have to be doing the same thing, right? But your the your purpose behind it, or in the purpose that you're you you're. you're creating within your life that should be in alignment with the person that you're working with
0: right and i mean y'all are gonna hear me talk about on this podcast a lot how even though my podcast is infantile
2: Mm
0: -hmm. um i'll ask really big names if they can be on this podcast if they say yes great if they say no great right if they say no there's gonna come a point in time in the future where the podcast is big enough for, mm-hmm. uh, for them to come on it for free,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and yeah, we'll we'll you cross get to that decide hurdle. Yes loop. or no? Yeah, <laughs> like that's just how that works, but right?
1: It it's again. I just want to point out, right? I want people to notice this and understand how big you are dreaming and how far, how big you are planning out, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We are recording episode five right now. Yes. This person that you reached out to, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Social media-wise, right? They may appear further than you are. Like, they're a person that's up here up top, right? Mm Mm-hmm. But you know who you are, whether this was episode one or episode 5,000. well, That's not stopping you from... Reaching out and talking to the people that you want to work with. And I, I want to point it out because I feel like a lot of people go, oh, well, I want to start a podcast or I want to start a thing where you're working with other people, but I can't talk to so-and-so yet because I'm not here. I can't reach out to them yet because I'm not here.
0: There, there, There's a concept that I had for a podcast a while back, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure if I'm ever going to do it. And hopefully we do get the chance to do it, I know we just met a guy that owns a um a studio, like literally down the street. Right. And if his space is the space where we could do that, it would be fire. And this idea is, I want to invite like people who smoke, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: but people who smoke who are in these amazing positions that you wouldn't think that they smoke the way they smoke. Like so, for example, um. People who know know me in corporate America would have been shocked to know what I do in my private life or know that I'm a cannabis lover, right? Mm-hmm. And I wanted to call that podcast the Nobody Smokers Podcast. Um, if anybody's listening and you want to take the idea, feel free. I don't, I'm not one of these copyright everything, trademark everything, mm-hmm. right? Like, ideas are free. Right? And you didn't own that motherfucker when you thought of it. Like let's be right. real. Somebody had the <laughs> idea first. Yeah, and people will trademark shit before they even execute the idea. Yes. So shut the fuck up with that. But my whole point is that we can think that because someone has a certain number of followers
2: uh-huh.
0: or because someone has a certain amount of money or a certain amount of status or whatever the fuck have you. Right? Um that this is what makes that person valuable, right? And I disagree. All The only thing that makes you valuable to someone else, I'm not saying to yourself, right? To yourself. You should be valuable regardless. But the only thing that makes you valuable to someone else is value. Well, I was going to say, Mm
1: -hmm. one... do not disagree with you at all two i just started thinking to myself there was a point in time where our ancestors worked jobs and there was this area where people didn't ask how much so-and-so made and ask how much such and such made and there was a time where people demanded to to know like we need to know the numbers Mm. right Knowing the numbers became such a big thing. Right. And I'm realizing how fast forward to 2021, numbers are the thing that are making people lose their shit. Right? Like people aren't even chasing their dreams because of numbers that Mm -hmm. are non-existent. I'm telling you, yo, we've seen it. We've seen people hack shit. And change the numbers, right? Because the numbers are not anything that is definitive, right? We keep trying to change we keep trying to focus on, sorry, focus on the follower count. How much is in the bank account? How much my product my product or my course or my service is worth. Um how much um the numbers are reading when we do market research. We're trying to get these things so far down to a- A, a science. Team. A team. Right. Make and, it about
0: a right or wrong. And
1: people are losing themselves. I'm, I'm, we're watching people in this huge wave leave corporate America mm-hmm. because the numbers aren't mattering to them anymore. Right. They chased the numbers within the job. It was great. We were all talking about how much we were making. That's wonderful. You chase so-and-so was making a million dollars because he wanted to make a million dollars. Right. But you realize for the life that you want to live and the things that you care about, you could get by with far less than a million dollars.
0: Oh, you say me? Not you. Oh, no. People. Not me. Other people. Yeah, I want right? to be a billionaire.
1: Multi. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you on that shit. Okay. But for Oops. other people, I've seen some people where they don't. That's not their dream. Yeah, I now those ev- people. Everybody starts chasing everyone else's dream because we all know the number that everybody else has, but that doesn't mean anything for you and the life you're trying to create.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest with everybody on this podcast. A, a lot of the things that you've seen me do, if you've been following me for the years, if you've ever listened to me give a business presentation at my mentor's house, um, if you've ever just listened to me closely, mm-hmm. you would have found out that the core idea that I have in business and the real thing that I want to do is I want to be the modern day black Richard Branson. And what I mean by that is he created a group of business. Yes. Like The vir- virgin group isn't one thing. Mm-hmm. It wasn't Airplanes. It started out as a record store, right? Which stemmed off of a magazine,
2: mm-hmm. right?
0: That magazine ten- st- uh, stemmed into the record store, went to the airlines, which went to the cellular company. I remember growing up in Brooklyn, um, I, and this is when I was in uh, the church. The pastor's son had a Virgin mobile phone, right? Mm-hmm. So, my point is, there are all these industries that. If I just make it big in one industry, Mm -hmm. I can then use the capital that I've earned to spread into another, right? That's exactly what Elon Musk did and a ton of other people. But you want to know how I see Mm -hmm. a lot of our people fucking it up? Uh And when I say our people, I'm really talking about dark-skinned people, melanated people, black people. This is how I see us fucking it up. We start businesses, right? And we put our name as the business.
1: <laughs> right.
0: Right. So now, your you name... all about us. Right. It's all about you.
1: One day, people will not know who the fuck Richard Branson is.
0: But they will always know. Well, actually, they will always know who Richard Branson is because Richard Branson is a part of history because his, his company is a part of history. Well, They'll it, be like, hey, that's the guy that started Richard uh, for, Virgin. Virgin.
1: Right, but I guess what I'm pointing out is people who decide to jump down that history lesson will learn that.
2: Mm-hmm. The
1: average person, at some point in the future, uh-huh. may not know who Richard Branson is, but mm. they may still know who the, the company. company is because the company is continuing to um, pivot with the times, well, right? Right. To, to, to continue to create and, and grow, right? I, I'm not disagreeing with you that the person may still be able to, to withstand all of that. But at some point, people aren't going to necessarily care who Oprah is. Nobody deep dives into who the Rockefellers are. They yeah, just know they exist.
0: We only give a fuck about who people are right now mm-hmm. because of social media. media. Right. Otherwise, most of these businesses that people are creating where they're making themselves the face of the business, number one, we are already starting to notice the drawback. And I don't, before I say this, I don't want people to think I'm being hypercritical. I'm just somebody who believes every time you say that you want to do something mm-hmm. and you are fantasizing it and romanticizing yes. it, you are forgetting that there is a drawback to that thing that you want to mm-hmm. do. So when you start a business, And the business is all about you. Because a lot of us start businesses from this place. Mm -hmm. We start businesses down from the depths of our belly where we felt abandoned, isolated, abused, mistreated, Mm -hmm. fucking cast aside. Mm -hmm. We remember that scripture that said the stone that the builder refused would be the head cornerstone,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: right? The head cornerstone, motherfucker, not the building.
1: Right, and not just that, I kind of go, everybody jumps into this whole, like, being the founder thing, Mm -hmm. right? Because, yeah, it's dope if you create some shit from the ground up, right? Right. Do you want to be the founder of your name?
0: No, I've already founded that. In fact, you you realize how (laughs) stupid it is to just give something your name, especially if you haven't already renamed yourself? Because right. you didn't even give yourself that, that name. name. Nothing is now original about well, you, not even your name.
1: I'm going, well, not just that. There are plenty of people who change their
0: names. I gave myself the name, right? ambition, by the way.
1: That's what I was going to say. Plenty of people who change their names. Yes. Plenty of people who go down the marriage route and their names change within that process. Right. Right? Um, being real, the, these these names are nothing permanent. Right? Um, But not just that. It can actually make it complicated for people to connect. Right? Because they're not you. They're not that person. And they don't want to... Listen, all of these brands always end up creating merch for their stuff. I'm sorry. Nobody wants to wear my name on a shirt.
0: (laughs) So... I'll say this, right? If she puts it out, you guys will know who she is, Mm -hmm. right? Because it's supposed to get put out tomorrow, the 13th. If she doesn't put it out, you won't know who she is. But I ended up connecting with this person because uh, we met on Clubhouse about 10 months ago, right? And I noticed in her bio the way she brands herself She calls herself the modern day renaissance woman,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: right? She puts the word mogul in her branding. And this is in her bio and on her Instagram. I'm like, oh shit. I've been on this mogul wave, Mm -hmm. right? Shit, I've been on the mogul wave since 2011. In 2011 I started Moguls in Progress. And we were wearing Mm -hmm. shirts out to my uh, spoken word events. Mm -hmm. Then I did um what was after that? I think I did uh a, a speaking company while I was in North Carolina again. And I had a couple of events where again, Mogul is in the branding, right? Yes. Um, I then go mogul solutions in twenty sixteen and now here I am with Mogul Prep, right? Uh in twenty twenty, started what, January of twenty twenty with Mogul Prep, right? So, which means we're coming up on our two year anniversary, by the way. Um, that being said, nice. so w- me and this woman match because she has mobile in her branding, right? She's aligned with where I'm going. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's going to be dropping a really intense uh, deep dive nutrition course tomorrow. Mm-hmm. right that that's what the intention is i'm not gonna say her name just in case it doesn't come up but her branding is amazing her 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 visuals and all her stuff is on point but we can connect because she already had mogul on her branding mm-hmm. i said something about myself and made that the business i didn't make myself the business mm-hmm. the business isn't ambition phillips because it's like who, who's gonna run up to me and go yeah. I uh, Well, people agree with ambition. Right. Right? Because, again, ambition as a name is also a word. But let's say I made it my, my government name,
2: mm-hmm.
0: which I'm not going to tell y'all.
2: <laughs> right?
0: Let's say my name was Steve Phillips. Right? Who the fuck wants to go to StevePhillips.com? Right. And what the fuck is StevePhillips.com? Is that a resume? Is that a portfolio? Well, right. And I'm not saying don't do that if you're putting together a resume, a portfolio, but Steve Phillips L L C
1: We're gonna talk about that. That's, that's about, about you. Give me a second, we're gonna touch base on that, right? Um, one, uh, that was actually one of the things that started to come up when we started talking about creating content and we started to go down the line of, yo, a lot of people are being drawn to your Instagram page. Um, which is Ambition Phillips, right? Right. But I already knew that our stance was not that Ambition Phillips was the the business. No. Right. And so it started to make um, creating content difficult because I'm like, we've got to start mapping these things out to the business because mm-hmm. we don't need people thinking that Ambition Phillips is a, is the business because he's not, right? Right. Um. The second thing that I was going to say was that. I really have been watching this social media game with YouTube, with blogging, with podcasting, with all of these things since that wave hit Mm -hmm. back in, shit, 08, 09? Nice. Right? Like Mm -hmm. really early when people were using webcams to record themselves and uploading those on YouTube. Right. Sidebar, YouTube did not start off as what it is today people it, should go research that I'm no I'm just gonna leave that little nugget there go research and figure out what YouTube actually
0: started off as so now if i you, actually if you want go a little research. hint
1: if you want a little hint right uh-huh. it was supposed to be where people would find love
0: Get the fuck out of here!
1: <laughs> it was actually so I I'm gonna end up oh, telling it. Oh, you know it. what? I'm that is true. Up I
0: do it. remember. It, I'm was gonna end up to yeah. right. it was supposed to be a
1: dating site. Right. Where people could post videos. videos of themselves. Right. Right. But what ended up happening was people started just recording shit and putting it on there. YouTube said, okay, let's rebrand all of this That's and like, move
0: in the way. Like OnlyFans wasn't originally for vaginas. It was not. It
1: was not made for that. But we thank <laughs>
0: those who put their vaginas out for free.
1: But I've been, I've been watching this wave. I'm not paid. This wave since I was in high school, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I've watched a lot of these people transform. A lot of people started out with their names unintentionally. They yes. weren't thinking businesses, they weren't thinking brands. Exactly. They just said, This is who I am, mm-hmm. this is what I create. Right. Now, the way, if you're going to start off with your name, the way to, you have to have a longer plan. And that longer plan has to be a business or brand that is associated with you, Mm -hmm. but you are not it. So, hold on. I'm going to name a couple of people that I've been following. Desi Perkins. Okay. Right? And the other woman is Katie. She doesn't really go by her last name, just Katie. Right? Both of them have actually launched brands within this past year. Uh, They both started off as YouTubers who just did makeup on the internet, Right? Right. Katie came out with um, 30 Years, which is a clothing brand, and um, Desi Perkins has come up with the sunglasses line and a skincare line. Her name is still associated within those, mm-hmm. um, but they're, they're brands, right? right? And then on the other spectrum, you have people who saw um, that starting with a name that wasn't your name is where you should go, like the Skinny Confidential, Fashion, Lush... Um, there's a number of people, right? right? Um, dear dear Media Studio, these sorts of things. They started off with the, the business name because they were, again, another variation of looking for the long term. If you start off with your name, there's a way to pivot, right? right. But my suggestion as the goal, start with a, a, a name that isn't associated with directly you because, I'm sorry, I don't think you started this business for it to end tomorrow.
0: No, not at all. And then the, so I'll, I'll touch on that, and then I'll move on to another mm-hmm. top point point of this topic, right? Um, number one, you're right. If you start a business with your name, mm-hmm. it's dead with you. Yeah. Right, and it's dead with you because you're the spokesperson. Mm-hmm. And when you decide that you don't want to work anymore,
2: mm-hmm.
0: right, that's it. Mm-hmm. You know how hard it is to bring somebody in on a business that's a startup that is your name, what? Like people, I don't think people understand the 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 problems that they're creating for themselves. If I went to my family and I said, yo, I want to help building my business. My business's name is akilphillips.com. Oh shit, I told you my name. Um,
2: because
0: <laughs> oh, well.
1: you're really great at keeping
0: secrets right i don't keep <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a very honest person right like and it's not that i can't keep secrets it's just, you just that I don't care to I, yeah i don't give a fuck why Who should you hold on from? to those burdens yeah <laughs> not like you could beat me up fuck you um but long story short is i go to my family and say yeah my shit is akilphillips.com. phillips.com can you work for me And then they got to go around telling people that they work for their little brother's company, their son's company that is named after him. Versus just
1: saying they work for this company.
0: And everybody around is looking at it like, oh, look at this egotistical motherfucker. Because that's how people look at it. And not that it's a problem if you're egotistical. We'll touch on that another day. (laughs) One of y'all remind me if you really want to understand why people are prideful and arrogant and why you should leave them alone and let them be prideful and arrogant. But we'll touch on that another day. I do want to move on to this point, though.
1: Hold on, before you jump ship. Okay, go ahead. Right? I just wanted to to just kind of reiterate. um, Even celebrities, Mm -hmm. those that are thinking the long game, Beyonce did not launch Beyonce, the label, right? Ivy Park, right? We have some... It was on the tip of my tongue before I started. Compare that
0: to her husband. Uh I just want you to compare that to her husband, Mm -hmm. right? And... I I love Jay-Z to death because I'm a Mm Brooklyn-born-and-bred guy, right? Nigga, I'm a Brooklyn-born-and-bred nigga. This is my podcast. I'll say whatever the fuck I (laughs)
2: want
0: to say. So this being said, Mm -hmm. Jay-Z, Rockefeller, the clothing line, Mm -hmm. dope clothing line, does not fail because of him. Mm -hmm. Right? Whatever reason it drops off, it drops off. Mm -hmm. But you know what was definitely destined to be a failure, mm-hmm. the S. Doc Carter's. Mm-hmm. You remember that? Mm-hmm. Destined to be a failure, right? And people don't even understand. Yes, Yeezys. Yeezy is Kanye's nickname, but it's not a name. Right. Right. right.
1: You're not putting on Kanye's on your feet.
0: Right. And nobody calls Jordans. Jordan's, we say J's. Right. Yo, you got them new Jay. Why? Because fuck him!
1: Right. But even with that, think long-term. Why do you want to put yourself into a box? Maybe the thing that you started with and you put your name on is not the thing that you want to do forever. Right. And at some point, you might want to hand that off or you just don't want to do it. Rihanna started out with music. I may hurt a lot of people's feelings, but let's accept this. There is a high possibility... That Rihanna never gives us music again because she started off with it and it got her where it needed to get her.
0: I don't know why Kanye still makes music.
1: Because <laughs> he wants to. He likes doing it. He it's for don't. fun. He
0: he doesn't. No, 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 no.
1: You know it's for fun because Kanye's fucking scatting all oh, yeah. over me. Mu- he does it, it for fun. <laughs> <laughs> right. That He's man's like, making on, music for fun. Bro. But okay. R- Rihanna decided she wanted to pivot. And even then, when Rihanna was singing, she had to, um, again, thinking long-term, a lot of your favorite celebrities, they have to get insurance on the thing that makes them famous, mm-hmm. right? So for her, I don't even think it was actually her voice. I think for Rihanna, it was her legs. She insured her legs, bruh. That's besides the point.
0: That is besides That's the besides point. That's besides the point. I've <laughs> never... The, the thing that I liked you know, about Rihanna was like never... People like seeing her
1: perform on stage,
0: uh-huh.
1: and her performances, and seeing her out and about, she was like, yo, people okay. are not going... She could still make money with this thing, right? But she, she gonna make less money if she can't do shows, where she walking across the stage, right? But she decided to pivot and, and get into lingerie, to get into the beauty industry, and I... Guarantee you, she's got further plans to tackle other industries, right? But yeah. even with that, Fenty, it's not Rihanna,
0: it's right. Fenty. And while we on the topic of <laughs> Rihanna, shout out Barbados. Both of my parents are from Barbados, <laughs> so we definitely gotta remember to shout out.
1: But right? your other point.
0: So this is the other point on why you shouldn't make uh, your business your name. Let's say you do make your business your name, and you put out one product and people don't fuck with the product that you've now slapped your name on, mentally, you mm-hmm. aren't saying, well, people don't like this product. Mm-hmm. You are going to be the big fucking asshole. Like, a bunch of you are a big fucking asshole talking about, people don't like me. Friends and families don't don't support me. It's like, your name is postered on this, and you're taking this personal, right? Yes. And people need to understand, before you go, Take your ass Mm -hmm. to go start a fucking business. Mm -hmm. People pay people money for things that they want or value. Right. Right? Right. If you are thinking people need to support you just because you're starting a business.
1: Or because you're you.
0: Right. Then you aren't starting a business. You're starting a charity and you should have started with a 501c3.
1: Right. My uh, other point on why you should not uh, start a business with your name, right? Right. You never know if you're going to do some fucked up shit. Like, ask somebody to pay you money to show up on their podcast. And if your business <laughs> is branded with your name, you become the asshole. Right. Not your business.
0: You you're the become asshole. become the asshole. Right. Because <laughs> now I'm also like, yo, when I go to this man's page, the first thing that it says on his website is Donate. Mm-hmm. Why would I have to donate to a man that is making money? And why would I donate to you, the individual? Not an organization, right. not a business. Where's a... the donate? Oh, so the don' I- Why would I donate to your pocket? Right. Right? And then this is the part that is like, this tells me you didn't sit down and look at your brand. Mm-hmm. You did not sit down and break down. Well, if I put donate and people don't know what they're donating to. Mm-hmm. Right, and they're just donating to me. Mm-hmm. Why would the people that I'm trying to help, right? Because this person actually does a lot of promotion. I do think they do a lot of good in inspiring people and teaching them how right. to get into business and make some money. But some um, but the, they lost. Yeah. So if that is what you're doing, and that's what you're, do- uh, you're what you're doing is helping people, what the fuck would they be donating to you specifically for? Mm-hmm. You get what I mean? hmm I've... Okay. And I'm not saying this to put a feather in my cap, but on separate occasions, we've went down to uh, areas in L.A. where mm-hmm. um, homelessness is running rampant. We've made care packages and yeah. given stuff out.
2: Food, water. I never
0: once opened up my mouth to ask anybody on Instagram... On my website, anybody that I was know that I knew for a donation to help out with those things, I was doing what I could.
1: Right, and the only time that we actually took all of this to um, social media was actually because we met a man who used to actually be on the streets in LA, right. and he was able to find a way for himself, and he's created a business right within that center or he's work, working with the business that's right within that center and um, he continues to give back and help those people so we really took it to social media to let people know about him and to continue to come and whatever it is that you decide to give give it to him and all of the things that he's doing to help these people right and sometimes that is literally it's a restaurant that, that he he works at down there yeah, and it's, um...
0: I I've, I've pulled up the Instagram, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to go to the restaurant, you can actually, um, if you guys actually feel like you want to do some good out in the world and help out with the homelessness here in California, because you guys can see it if you go on YouTube and type in some videos, right. uh, you'll see what's going on. Um, you could go to Catch21 Skid Row on Instagram. Um, and if you actually go to Catch21 Skid Row, uh, there's going to be a guy near. Named Kevin, mm-hmm. right? Dope ass dude. Love his spirit. Love his energy. Um uh, we gave out what fifty meals that day and mm-hmm. then gave the the restaurant another however much money to to say just continue. That, well that's feeding what I was gonna say. He does
1: day. he does um he essentially does tabs and people can come in throughout the day and get meals, and the money right. will just come off of the tab. So whatever you donate can help go to that tab, and whoever gets a meal that day, they get a free meal.
0: Right, and that that's actually what I would um, advise that you guys do, mm-hmm. right? Uh, it's a great way to support the business mm-hmm. in that area, and the more that that business grows, mm-hmm. right, the mm-hmm. better for the people in the area. May You know, maybe there can be opportunities because the businesses is now mm-hmm. actually getting money, and uh, they can do more for the area uh, Than just feed people.
1: So what I was gonna say was, um, just to to broaden this, mm-hmm. right? Um, because really our goal is to help as many people as we can. If you can't, um, if you can't uh, reach out to Catch Twenty One, please mm-hmm. do go find a restaurant that is local to where you live. And find out about creating the same process, creating a tab there that the homeless people within your area can tap into and get food, right? Right. Well, I I just kind of want to make that apparent because, yes, we do want and appreciate and love any support that can be given to the city in California, right? But the ultimate goal is for you to help who you can help. Yes. Right? So if what you can do is create something like this where you live, please do Go and talk to local restaurants. Go and talk to local stores. And figure out the smallest thing that you can do that can... It, it, it makes a huge impact in in, in people's lives.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. And to go back to our topic. Mm-hmm. This is also a really great reason why you don't want to put your name on your business. Mm-hmm. My name isn't on my business. Like My business isn't ambitionphillips.com. Mm -hmm. because what my business is is a platform Mm -hmm. it's a place where other people can come
2: Mm
0: -hmm. right and they can utilize the quality branding that i've put together right that we've put together yes um shout out to ari ari is actually our in-house graphic designer and social media expert um she doesn't have the following because she's lazy I'm
1: working on it, okay? Wow, you just came for me. I was really about to, like, give myself extra props on top of the props that you're giving me. Uh But Thanks for coming for me first. No, it
0: wasn't coming for you. (laughs) I think, listen, I I put it this way. Again, we go back to earlier in the podcast, call back real quick, Mm -hmm. to when we just said that everything that we do comes with a drawback. Mm -hmm. Having that large following comes with having to deal with Instagram's bullshit. And I'm not dealing with a fucking, uh, with that bullshit either. I'm trying to actually, what I really would like to do is make my business uh, CRM so large that I never have to go on Instagram again.
1: Okay, a couple of things. I was just going to say, like, how dope would it be to see somebody's business take off without using Instagram? Because everybody has become so heavy and reliant on Instagram. Um, People have become so heavy and reliant on Instagram to see how somebody's business does um, without utilizing something like that and what those effects are. But um, it's not because I'm lazy, right? (laughs) (laughs) Just wanted to circle back around to that. It's not because I'm lazy. Um, A lot of it has to do with Like I said, I've been watching this game for so long and that's been the problem. I've been watching the game for so long, right? Um, I have created in my own head these things that are bigger than they actually are and these people that are bigger than they actually are. And I've recently been reminding myself that it's simply just taking a photo and spitting some Valuable bullshit out of my mouth. I don't think that I just say bullshit for the sake of bullshit. I do believe that I speak valuable bullshit, but slapping it out there and putting it out there for people to see, reminding myself that it's that easy.
0: So, here, here's my thing, right? And you're right. You're not lazy. You're, <laughs> she, she really is fucking awesome, right? Like, I, I just say shit out my mouth. Sometimes shit is bullshit. You,
1: you say bullshit. I, I say do. valuable bullshit. You have valuable bullshit, but you also like to just say bullshit.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll be real honest. I, I, I'm i very careful with that, though. Like, I don't think on my Instagram you'll get a whole bunch of bullshit. You get a whole bunch of value valuable. on my Instagram. Yeah. You get a whole bunch of um value from this podcast. Go
1: watch the stories, though. Sometimes oh, yeah. you'll get bullshit in the yeah, stories. Yeah, you
0: definitely get. Depends on what day it is. If I, if I felt like posting that day, you might get a whole lot of bullshit. And in real life, if you're around me, it's nothing but joking, man. Like, Listen, I'm going to die someday. I don't want to take this shit that serious. (laughs) You know what what I'm saying?
1: Yo, what would be really dope is if y'all who are listening, every time you watch his stories and you think that he is talking some bullshit, right? Where he's just spitting some goofy ass shit for no reason, send the fucking bullseye emoji to him
0: oh my god you know what though let's be real this is 36 minutes and 50 seconds in Mm -hmm. if somebody does that and sends me the bullseye emoji i will gift them a free month of the mind your fucking business tribe and that comes with a hypnotherapy session uh which i'm not doing for anybody who's not in the tribe by the way I don't know if anybody caught that. I just <laughs> only if they've the...
1: listened thirty six minutes in,
0: right? Um, <laughs> it comes with a free hypnotherapy session. You get access to the tribe and some of the wonderful people in the tribe. We just had um somebody that I actually worked with on business coaching last year, mm-hmm. and she was gonna she was doing these beautiful art pieces, mm-hmm. uh, and we're definitely gonna have her as a guest in the future, right? Uh, these art pieces where. She broke down every country in Africa and used a different fabric for each country uh, and did it beautifully, laid it out, um, has done some large art pieces that are... I think she sells the large ones for a thousand, right? But they're five-foot, big, Africa... uh, swatches like right on your wall like so it's very beautiful um let I, and
1: she's I, got some big moves coming up soon yeah
0: she is <laughs> she actually didn't she just say she had two people purchase and then someone asked her about an art gallery that,
1: that, that, that's I, w- I was trying to tell people to go tap in tap in and see her big moves oh my bad <laughs> she,
0: them secrets
1: god damn it okay. <laughs>
0: Oh I didn't you know what I didn't catch the signal for the setup you got a signal <laughs> the setup. <laughs> I right. so all of this being said,
2: mm-hmm.
0: right? What I've learned today is I just need to be an irreverent motherfucker. Mm. I think that I have given um people too much reverence. Mm. Yes. Right? same here and it's one of those the emperor has no clothes
1: yeah
0: type deal um (laughs) and i'll tell people why i say this in the past couple of days or really the past year Mm -hmm. right i turned 30 this year and the way that some of the people i've respected
2: yeah right
0: have shown me just who they are and it's It's not a thing where I've lost love. It's a thank you. Yeah. Right? Because now I get to run through this world like what I am. Right. Right? And I don't got to listen to you. Because I remember growing up and everybody telling me, Nah, don't tell him nothing. He thinks he knows everything. Mm-hmm. Right? I was like, I don't know everything. I'm just saying I'm not trying to do the fuck shit you're trying to force me oh, to do. Oh, see,
1: I'm, I'm a little different on that spectrum. Oh, you just I'd be scared. like, I know a lot. I know a lot of shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, yo, I, I'll t- if, yo, if it's one thing, if it's one thing about Brooklyn, Brooklyn has made me very ashamed of my intelligence and I, I I had to get over that as I grew up because it was one of those things where uh and you say it to me sometimes I can be very Sheldonish.
1: oh you would thrive Silicon Valley like if it was just all intelligence there's your people right I don't like those people I, I said if it was solely focused on your intelligence right you would thrive in the environment
0: I, <laughs> and, and let me let me say this Right? Me saying I don't like those people. Those people don't like those people.
1: Let me just say Silicon Valley. I said silicone. I had to root re- to, to correct myself. It's Silic- one and the same, but Silicon Valley, Valley.
0: <laughs> The Valley of Restices. <laughs> See there's a the bullshit. <laughs> um No it, well wanted to read I don't like any of these like organizations, mm-hmm. industries and groups. Because eventually, eventually, goodness gracious, what the fuck is eventually? Let's get it together. <laughs> eventually, what happens is you get people who are standout characters, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. Steve Jobs, Bill Gates. Yeah. And now everybody's trying to be Steve Jobs and Bill Gates. Yeah. And they forgot that before Steve Jobs and Bill Gates, there was no Bill Gates. Right. And then along comes a Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. And now everybody's trying to be Mark Zuckerberg, Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. Right? So until the next person comes along and says, you know what? I'm going to be me, and now everybody's going to be them.
1: When when did we have this shift? Because there was a point in time where people... We're hearing these philosophers, and was like, "Fuck them, they're crazy. What are they talking about?" And then now we have these people who are becoming—they—they they break the ground, right? Mm-hmm. And now people are like, "We've got to do it the way they do it. They—they they must know all the truth."
0: You want to know what I think? I think that that's something that has only been occurring since we've been alive, mm-hmm. because we were alive for the dot-com bubble, right? And that was the big shift in in transference of money. Yeah. And all you had to do was research something yeah. that nobody knew. I guarantee you they were making like they they were making degrees in computer science before those degrees were matching the expertise that someone like Bill Gates had because if you read the book Outliers you find out that Bill Gates had been coding since he was a kid.
2: Right. So
0: then by the time Microsoft and Apple comes around, you can't make a degree mm-hmm. that uh, captures the the background that you would need to operate those companies. Mm-hmm. It's something totally new. So I think that's what happened. It was the dot-com bubble. And then we see it with real estate. We, we had all of these gurus, everybody saying, this is the way to a million dollars. right? Because everybody wants to make money and I think the downside of that is people have lost originality. Well
1: I was so, just gonna say that I, people people have to remember, yes, there wasn't a Bill Gates, there wasn't a Steve Jobs, there wasn't a Mark Zuckerberg. There right? was a Donald
0: Trump though. We <laughs> we've got motherfucker was all god awful and decked <laughs> out gold.
1: <laughs> we've gotten um we've gotten some, some new things within, you know, the technology world from these people. But understand, yes, it is amazing to be the first person to break the ground on some shit, right? Mm -hmm. But understand, they were the first, so there's still a lot of flaws within that shit, right? Mm -hmm. You can also be somebody who disrupts, somebody who is rebellious, somebody who is a misfit. By also taking that thing and flipping it on its head, trying it in a different angle, using it in a different space, all of these things. The first person who, I don't know who it is, but the first person who decided, hey, I can use Instagram to make money for my business. They took some different things. Like, innovation is also a way that you can be something different and be somebody original and and. Combine what is there with who you are and the things that interest you. You don't always have to just be the person breaking the fucking ground.
0: I'm going to say some hurtful shit. I'm going <laughs> right? to say some hurtful shit. don't you? Right? I'm going to say some hurtful shit. I mean, it's going to be real. And it, yes, it will definitely be real. And it, it has applied to me too. Mm-hmm. And what it's about is imposter syndrome.
1: Oh, yeah. Let's talk about it.
0: You have imposter syndrome because mm-hmm. you're an imposter. Right. Right? When Why, I had how, imposter syndrome... How are syndrome, you an
1: imposter? Please, right?
0: please and, do explain. And I'll explain this. When I was doing cybersecurity and I stepped into uh, the public space doing cybersecurity, so this is when I'm working at the one of the top three car manufacturers in the world. I've worked for the largest background check company in the world, Um mm-hmm. And the largest media uh, company in the world. So,
1: you, so you, you you like to go big?
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. I, I believe that whatever the biggest throne is, I will take the biggest dump on That explains
1: why you would be on uh, episode five and reach out to people who others would be terrified of reaching out to. Yeah. Not really, <laughs> <fuck you>.
0: um, <laughs> So, this, I, I'm in these places, mm-hmm. right? And I start to feel like an imposter when I start trying to behave like them, when I'm in the space trying to adapt and remold myself to their culture, right? And when I'm doing anything in those places, Mm -hmm. because corporate culture does not, um, it does not incentivize you to go deeper into your craft. Mm Mm-hmm. That is the craziest part about corporations and some of these people that go to college for, looking for Ph.D. degrees in, let's say, cybersecurity, right? Mm -hmm. There's only one person with a Ph.D. in cybersecurity that I think should have a a Ph.D. in cybersecurity. His name is Dr. Ray Latier. He was the CIO of the Marine Corps, right? Mm -hmm. So big CIO of a government agency. But... Nobody in cybersecurity actually needs a Ph.D. in it because, like, I don't even understand what the fuck a Ph.D. in that field would do. And the Ph.D., the guy with the Ph.D. didn't have anything great to tell me. In fact, he was a fucking networking admin, not a security guy. So this is why I say you're an imposter. When I'm in these rooms and I go, okay, well, I got to play the game. If you're playing the game, you're playing the game. That means you're real life and imposters, right? So if imposter syndrome comes along with that and you feel like you don't belong in the space where you are, it's because you don't belong in the space where you are, at least not how you're showing up. If you be a little bit more real, you'll feel a lot more comfortable. And in corporate America, uh, contrary to popular belief, you can dress and do what the fuck you want.
1: Some some of the most lax attire I have seen. Everybody is thinking that they have to put on suits to go to work every day. Oh, man. Right? Like, s- lax attire. But you reminded me that uh, there was a point in my life when I was in choir in high school and I got to meet a uh, woman who had a PhD in music. Mm. PhD in music.
0: Yeah. Right? Yeah.
1: You know, chasing... Big things that don't make a whole lot of sense. We were all confused.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> listen, listen. I, li, I'm not diminishing anybody's accomplishments, right? You like it, I love it. Um, but I go back to very simple concepts. Colleges are always behind on information. Mm-hmm. There's not a marketing degree that's up to date with the current marketing information out. There's not a technology degree that's up to date with the current information out. And I, I believe, if we want to be real about it, if if going to school for mental health meant that you could actually solve people's mental health problems, why aren't all the mental health problems solved, right? So, I'm, and I'm not, again, not disrespecting anyone and not making... No, we just assertion- pointing out
1: some questions. Right.
0: This is just obvious facts. And I'm
1: I'm sure that Edu- people have questions about
0: our industry. So Yes. Education does not guarantee you success. And going to college does not guarantee you success. And at some point I re- I, I got a ton of people with degrees to admit that what was important was the network. Now, mm-hmm. here's the next question I'm going to ask you. With everybody going to school online, what fucking network do you get? Well,
1: it's it's not just, well, it's not just the network. I was just thinking about this as we were talking about it. A piece of it most definitely is the money. And my, my mom actually put me onto some of this. Mm-hmm. Um, she, My mom is in her 50s now. She's talked about, like, if she wanted to go back to school, the time to do it was some years ago. Because she actually was considering, she does accounting and she was considering getting her master's but -hmm. there was a purpose behind that the master's was because she could start teaching at the college which would give her more money people can tend to believe that those with phds are just ultimately smarter in their area no once you get past a certain point in uh, moving up and it's usually when you start going masters and up Mm -hmm. right that you're not actually focused on your field um, a lot of these people start doing a lot more like thesis work and um, these sorts of these sorts of things it's not really like unless you're becoming a doctor
2: mm-hmm.
1: right like an actual doctor um, it's less likely that you're doing things that are within your field right. Everybody's just doing this like copy and paste thing that gives you your master's or your PhD. And a lot of people who choose to go the PhD route, um, it makes sense if you plan on being a college professor right. because then it means more money for you. But you also get paid more money because you spent a whole lot of money to get the PhD in the first place. So a lot of the money that you make goes right back into paying for the degree that you had to get.
0: I will say there's also the resources argument. I've heard that argument where... Yeah, um, but you don't
1: got to go PhD for that unless you are, again, a specific route.
0: Well, this is also my question. For somebody who says, and I didn't think about this before, but uh, uh, there are there was a person who said to me, and I think she's brilliant for for taking this approach, but she said, the college has resources, they can teach me how to do studies, I want to do studies, and I want to use their resources. There we go. Right? I think that makes a lot of good goddamn sense. But then I had a question when there was a gnawing, incessant, you know, itch in the back of my mind.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: If you're paying money to go to the college, why not just pay somebody who already has that uh, ability to do the study Mm -hmm. or research how to do the study and make sure that you document your methodology and just pay the money so that you can get the resources because even if you did it once the proof of concept and the body of knowledge is more useful to you than actually creating a body of knowledge in college because you don't own that work
1: because we as human beings believe um a whole lot in i i have to be the person to do it i have to i i i Right? Mm. And when you're focused on I, it takes you down a very long route to get to where you're actually trying to go. You you can actually... Um, you can lose a bit of the mission when you're focused on I because if it really was about the mission and what your goal is, mm-hmm. it wouldn't matter whether you were doing it or if you, got, you hired somebody else to, to help along with this process.
0: No, well, I mean... That could very well be a part of it, but I also think a big part of it, when I talk to a lot of our people, I'm realizing that we aren't very good collaborators, right? Like, we just don't like to...
1: Because we learn I and mine and my very early in life. We see it with our little people. As soon as they see things, and there's multiples of four for them to pick up, mine, 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 mine. (laughs) quick to, and i have to do it i'm a big kid i can do it if it's this belief that if you're not the person doing it then it means you're not capable
0: right and listen i'll give it to you guys it is understandable your feelings are the first that you ever know right right um but but it can also hinder you right and that that's i guess that's really all we're saying is take a look outside yourself and i do want to touch on this idea of collaboration like It's it's like life would be much easier. Like, I wish that there was a guy like myself who said, Yo, if you want to do a course or you want to do a podcast or if there's something that you want to do, I can help you do that. Right? I can help you do what you need to do. And, you know, all we need to do is business long term. And you know who who is willing to have those conversations with me, ironically enough? Mm -hmm. People with MBAs. Mm-hmm. right um people in corporate america they're they're willing to have the conversations what? about well what percentages and whatever why right? do you think so um
1: i i have a thought but i want to hear what you, why why you think so
0: the the mba guy i think is more familiarity mm-hmm. and the people working in corporate america it's the peeking behind the veil and again the emperor has no clothes on mm-hmm. i think people think that corporate america is a lot more polished and a lot more pristine mm-hmm. that it is um and it's not it's really just a ton of people that kind of sort of know what they're doing yeah. and they're fucking up in mass so it doesn't look that well, bad
1: can you imagine if you've gone that route in whatever particular field a person has chosen Mm-hmm. You've gone that route, right? Mm-hmm. You've now gotten the opportunity to peek behind the veil. You realize these things. The time and the money that you have spent on school or going down these routes, um, you still want it to have value, right? Right. You still want to put it to use and put it to benefit. And if you can put it to use by collaborating with other people, mm-hmm. that that may not have that, but they can utilize you within that work and you can utilize the time and the money that you've spent, why not?
0: Mm. So then, okay. Uh, I got a, another question for you. I think this is going to be our last portion because this is actually our longest podcast and I think that that's a great thing for podcast number five.
1: I just wanted to say real quick, people need to start looking at going to college if they deem that it's the route to go for. mm mm-hmm. Same thing. How can you collaborate? How can you figure out? There's so many scholarships. There's so many ways to get in there without paying money. And once you're in there, how can you make this a collaboration? <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> Don't go in there and um, think that you're just being given something. I've realized the same sort of reverence that people put
0: on people. On people, they, they put, put on institutions and organizations. Yeah. Yes. So check this out. This is. Um, Okay, second to last thing, because what you said i actually want to touch on. Mm-hmm. I do not believe that any 18-year-old should go straight to college. Mm-hmm. If you send your 18-year-old to college, right, right out of fucking your house, um, you're just sending them to go party and piss away your money and bear Right? Um,
1: I'm going to send them to go get scholarships so they can piss away those people's money. <laughs> if that's the route they choose.
0: Um <laughs> I would actually <laughs> also recommend against that. Like, why why do that? Right? If Decide what interest industry you want to go in. If you don't know what you want to do at all, right? Yeah, I guess. It's something to do. Right?
1: I like giving people the freedom to explore.
0: Well, this is what I'm thinking. A lot of these people don't need the freedom to explore because they already know what they want to do. There's this people is who know what they want to do this and there's is people true. who don't know what they want to do.
1: This is true.
0: If you know what you want to do, right, and why are you waiting till you're 18? If you're 16 right now and you know what you want to do is Way go be an air, interior designer.
1: <laughs> Way before that.
0: Go on LinkedIn and find interior designers. Message them. Invite them out to coffee. They'll go. People are lonely after COVID. They'll go. Before.
1: Before any of that, there was a point in time where mm-hmm. I was trying to go to school to become an interior designer. Right. Do you know what I did in the years before that? The amount of HGTV Shut up. that I have ingested. <laughs> Shut up. No, I'm not No, I'm being serious. Uh-huh. HGTV finding um, there's a designer that I had found on YouTube. I think believe her name is Karen Bond. I would watch her YouTube videos. She would show a day in the life of being an interior designer. I would all of the behind the scenes research shit. I did all of that. I did all of those things. Um, Even for I've been my research and development Mm -hmm. for a lot of these things has started from when I was like eight. Even with my little people, was talking to our friend today, and I told him exactly that. I used to be up my parents thought something was fucking wrong with me you I mean was so. eight years old I'd wake up six o'clock in the morning we had a cow, uh, um, uh, a recliner chair that sat right in front of the TV turn it on the TLC I'm watching these TV shows where people are taking their babies home for the first fucking time after they've given birth to them religiously why? I don't know. It just interests me. I followed my interests. I absorbed all of these free spaces because I didn't have money to go learn these things. I just, whatever piqued my interest, I deep dove into it and found all of the free resources that taught me those things and mm-hmm. connected with who I could connect it with. Once I, I got say. to the schools, I said, fuck the schools. I, it was nothing like what I had seen all of the people in the real world
0: doing. doing. And then this is, this is what I'll say about that. Number one, Let's start with, if my 8-year-old daughter is watching... Uh, People have babies? Right. I'm turning <laughs> off the TV. She's going out to play with a football or something. Why? Um, Let them explore we, we can the talk, things we can talk are we, we can talk about why I would do that in a minute. Okay. Right? And I would do that more so from the concern of, mm-hmm. I don't want to... Indoctrinate my daughter into thinking that she's a baby machine, and I'm not saying. That's oh no, I what wanted to be a like.
1: doctor and take care of babies.
0: Okay, gotcha. That now that I was understand. probably
1: the original thing, but that probably still didn't think keep my parents from thinking I was crazy. They're like, I don't think they made the connection. Like, oh, she wants to be a doctor and take care of babies. She's watching people who give birth to babies, how they take care of the babies, all of these things. There, there was a a, a rhyme and reason. Gotcha. I just it piqued my interest. So I deep
0: dove into it. Gotcha. Okay. So, <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm not so, crazy. There's yes, a method
0: to the madness. You are crazy. There's Everybody's a method crazy. To
1: the madness.
0: Right. <laughs> All right. So get this. Right. <laughs> I do agree with you. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Take your time and actually research the industry. And that's probably that should be step one. Yes. Research the industry. Mm-hmm. Number two. Reach out to someone in, in the, the industry. industry. Yep. A possible mentor. Yes. Right. Offer them coffee. Um, I see wish if I they're willing to. See if they're willing to um just message back and forth in whatever platform they're using mm-hmm. if they're willing to offer any tips if you could shadow them on a job mm-hmm. right that that one right there is golden mm-hmm. getting the fact uh getting out there and actually shadowing someone mm-hmm. if you just went to school you'd sit down yeah or even if you were doing something with the school you'd be learning the professors way of doing it and nine times out of ten the professor isn't doing it if they're in the class teaching you you
1: don't even dive into your shit until like your third year of being in school anyway you don't even dive into what you actually wanted to go to school for until your third year and how burnt out are you by the time that you actually (sighs) reach the point of doing the thing that you wanted to do
0: right now you don't care about it now you hate it My mom got all
1: the way to her last year Mm. with accounting and was like, I want to be a nutritionist. Fuck this. You spent four years being an accountant, and what she really wanted to do was be a nutritionist. Only reason that she didn't become a nutritionist was because I decided to show up into the world, so she chose the uh, safe route.
0: You know what? We're going to give her an excuse because that was back in the day. Right. But... If you're doing that now, please don't. Yeah, I put on YouTube like <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand what people's problem is. I think even I, I met uh, we just spoke to someone and said they wanted to be a personal trainer.
1: Mm-hmm. Right? Gave them the blueprint on how to do it without all of this fluff, the things that we think are important but there's really no rhyme or reason any of this stuff everybody's making it up as they go
0: even if you go such and such this is the certification right like i've told y'all many a times i'm from brooklyn i used to work out with um it wasn't the bartenders but remember back in the day when everybody was doing the hood calisthenics Mm -hmm. right before i went into the military um over at wingate park um Dudes is just doing pull-ups in the park. And these are some of the most jacked dudes I've ever seen.
2: Mm-hmm. Right?
0: Almost everybody expects their personal trainer to look like a Greek god. Right. Right? Nobody wants to hire an overweight personal trainer.
2: Right. So, or an
1: average-looking personal trainer.
0: So if you want to be a personal trainer...
1: You just got to look good.
0: Yeah. No, why don't you go personally train yourself?
1: Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. You just have to look good.
0: Then there's thing number two. Do you think that someone who wants to get in shape cares what certification you have
1: and that was going to be my next thing please only get a certification unless it is something that may be mandatory in your field so i know a lot of people are going the lash tech route
2: mm-hmm.
1: mandatory in the field you're working near people's eyes they want to know you you have the basics right Yep. Yeah. but if it's not mandatory in California, I don't know about any other state, but in California, makeup artistry does not have a certification. Why are you going to these schools who are trying to tell you they can give you a certification for a field that doesn't have it?
0: Because people think that they need it just in case if somebody sues them or wants to hurt them. But let me put it to people certification this
1: Certification isn't going to protect you.
0: No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. And this is the other side of it, too, right? If you think about it, There's a ton of martial arts schools around, right? Who certifies your martial arts teacher? Another martial artist, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's an apprenticeship. Yep. And you don't go, nobody would walk up to Mike Tyson and go, you're not certified in boxing. These hands are certified, motherfucker.
1: The makeup artist got got whiff of that and they actually started creating their own like one day two day three day intensives and where you left when you left you could get a certification for taking that workshop right but when i tell you it's three days of immersive you're actually practicing you're learning and then applying learning then applying learning then applying through that entire process Mm -hmm. right one of my goals was to get money to go to, to one of the intensives. I ended up going the route of choosing an online school and when I got all of the uh, lessons for it I'm like, I am light years ahead of what they're trying to get me to do. What I tell you, light years? They, blending. They weren't even blending. People were talking blending in artistry. Right? Ooh. Just plain old artistry. You learn blending when you paint. You learn blending when you draw you Mm -hmm. learn blending period within art but this program when i tell you it was like people were picking up makeup palettes for the first time and just rubbing some colors on their eyes Mm -hmm. and people are paying money to be certified from this program that is way behind i am certified through
0: youtube (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> and, and lots I, of hours of practice.
0: <laughs> right. I, I think that that's all it is, right? Um, social proof and somebody out there might be going, well, how do you make sure uh, somebody's ethical? How do you make sure someone... They, they need to tell you that. They need to okay. establish that. and yeah. You need to start asking those questions. And
1: if you're concerned about legal things, then go into the legal arena to figure out what you can do to protect yourself. A certification... Is not going to protect you.
0: If you are concerned about legal things, you should go look up your industry and see if there's even a certification or license required to practice. But right? But we you... are concerned in this country about legal what? things when there's actually no concern sometimes. But
1: that's what I was gonna say. These certifications, even if you're licensed, a lot of people still need to go and have contracts and and waivers and things of that nature. The certification and the license don't protect you from that, right? It's actually your waivers and your contracts and your actual legal paperwork that's going to help protect you from those things, not the certification. The certification just showcases you can do it, you can do the thing, and even if you're becoming like a cosmetologist, where they you you've got to take a test in front of the board, mm-hmm. right, to become a um, a licensed cosmetologist. They just want to see that you know how to do the things and you can do them in an efficient time. That has nothing to do with if um if somebody got burned while you were working with them or. Those sorts of things. Your legal your legal documentation is what helps you with that, not your certification.
0: Yeah. I mean, look, at the end of the day, if you want to do something, you shouldn't be making up reasons why you can't, can't go do it. You should let other people tell you no.
2: Yeah.
0: And their no's should be, okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to go try somewhere else. Yeah. I'll try you again tomorrow. Right? Right except the guy who tries to make you pay to be on your podcast. And that's it. Boom, (laughs) we're out.